Hey, what's up, everyone? Here tonight, your host, Huicho Medina, at the Live Life by Design podcast with my co-host and partners in crime and business. Right, guys? Uh, what's up? Ladies first, Sarah. Hello, hello. How are you doing tonight? Good, and yourself? Good, good, good. good. What's new? Nothing. Had a good Easter, good weekend, enjoyed yeah. the family. Yeah, awesome. I'm sore from Easter. It's the only day I play sports. <laughs> it, it, it's good. Mr. Campos, how you doing, man? Doing great. Doing great. Just uh, happy to be here. Happy to be here. Having another episode of uh, Live Life by Design. Right, right, right. So, you know, we're going to try to shed some golden nuggets on our listeners and, and hopefully bring some value to you guys um, in the effort of motivating you and or empowering you uh, to seek Whatever it is, growth means to you, right? Uh, we go through our different journeys, and we all have our different stories all the time. And you never know. Some some of your stories or some parts of your story might inspire people to get out of their chair and do something about what they, they're so scared of, right? right. I think tonight we have uh, an incredible story to share. I, I read the content of, um, you know, the... the uh, uh, the message, the story that we have tonight, I was, I mean, just by reading it, not even going through it, I was inspired by it. So, you you know, you, you guys know me, I'm very passionate, right? I'm very passionate about uh, growth and empowerment. And I also continue to seek daily golden nuggets. I mean, this is a never-ending story. We say that over and over again, right? Right. I mean, you, you could get out of the house, have the best day of your life, and then feel drained. And then you're like, man, what's the purpose of today? And then tids and bits of somebody else's message just recharge you for tomorrow. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, Sarah, sh share with us today about uh, a little bit about our guest. Yeah, so today we have a very, very special guest. Um, she's an amazing, amazing woman. Um, so just a little backstory on her. Um, she was born in Mexico City. And then uh, she was brought to California um, okay. with uh, her mom and her brother, single mom, raising two kids, right? Wow. Chasing that American dream. You know, what? Well, most of us, you know, when you come from other countries, that's where you're chasing, right? The American dream, that, right. that, um, that better life here. Uh, so, you know, they came here and she grew up here. Uh, she was very driven all through high school, always wanted, you know, to... Um, hustle and have that better job um, to make that money and to live that better life. Um, so come 19 years old, she found or a, or a new, a new drive, a new purpose um, through her beautiful daughter. So wow. she was a mom nice. at 19. Nice. Um, you know, forward, fast forward uh, later on, she was introduced to uh, network marketing and she found uh, the opportunity for, you know, financial freedom to build that financial freedom that we're all looking for. Right. So she saw the opportunity. She went, you know, head on 110%. She gave it her all. And although it wasn't as she thought it would have, you know, been monetarily, but yeah. she got a lot of experience of knowledge, a lot of knowledge um, that she now uses to leverage with her, nice. with her business. Right. Right. Um, so yeah, she's an amazing woman, uh, mother of four, um, 
two of she you have a set of twins so i know that so wow. imagine a set of twins and then your two others so that's a handful right there just right. the twins yeah. alone right so uh, always on the go always you know chasing the dream and just getting you know getting the uh, going after the better for her kids and her family of course um and she brought a very special quote that she wanted to share with us so can you yeah. Um, so uh, as you guys know, at the uh, Live Life by Design podcast, we uh, share our, our guest's favorite quote. And this particular quote is a uh, Persian adage. And it uh, it is or it says, this too shall pass. Right. Yeah. I think that's freaking awesome because everybody goes through something, right, good or bad. Right. right. But, but nevertheless, we tend to use that quote usually during bad times, right? Because that's when everybody's kind of hurt, knocked down, um, fall off that horse, right? Right. And, you know, maybe you break your arm and you're in pain. Yeah. What do you do? You you can't just live that pain the rest of your life, right? No. No. You got to understand. You got to tell yourself, this too shall pass. Yeah. Right? Right. And I would imagine, you know, I mean, even some of our listeners have gone through some, I'm sure, some hard times, right? Of course. And you feel like you're not going to get out of that kind of spiral that you feel like you're in. But that is, I mean, that's a great, great quote. Nice nice adage um, that you can use, you know, I think everybody can use at some point in their life. Of course. Yep. Right. Reminding you, right, that nothing is forever. Right. You can always get over that hurdle. And it too will shall pass. So yeah, that's yeah. that's that's something that you can always have in the back of your mind. Right, right. Well, without further ado, um, you want to introduce your guest? I do, because she's very special. Um, I've known her for quite some time now, so I am so happy to see her here tonight with us. Uh, so um, I'm very excited for you to be here, Norma Bosler. Thank you guys for having me. I'm really excited to be here. It's actually my first time doing something like this, so cool. I'm excited. Yeah, right on. Right on. Right on. We're happy to have you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So you know, like I was saying, I, I was I was going through your your um, your bio and the answers to some of the basic questions that that you know we ask our guest. This is you know obviously this is business driven. This is the entrepreneur mindset type of. Uh, conversations right obviously it's inevitable we we fall into uh the family circle or somewhat uh into personal happenings in life as well because it's all about growth right so um you know it's something that caught my attention right off the bat was um you say that uh your mom was an example to you as a hustler yes that's right right Tell me more about that. How, how did you see? I mean, I, I want I want to understand how how you saw it then and how you see it now. Okay. Well, um, imagine a. I would say my mom would was twenty five, two young children. Well, um, you know, she wasn't seeing a life for herself in Mexico, and one day she decided to pick up her bags, not knowing the language, by herself. Knew you know maybe a few people here in California. Uh, but she knew she wanted more for herself, so she picked her bags, me and my brother, and she flew out here. And from day one, like, I always saw her get to work. 
Um, you know, even though we might have struggled at that time, I never really saw it. Uh, my mom always made sure that there was always food at the table. And my mom were, we used to work shifts, like, you know, double shifts. And, um, you know, I, I see a lot myself in her mm. uh, because my mom never had excuses. It was never like, I'm too tired. I can't do this. She knew she had to support two young children and she had to create a living. So I never saw my mom saying, like, I can't do this. Um, so, you know, um, looking, being a mom myself now, for me, it's not an excuse, you know, like, right. you know, like I try to be where I can at all times and, of course. and still work yeah, and that, be there for my kids. That's an awesome example though. You're right. Yeah. I mean, just, absolutely. you know, we, we talk about that a lot, a lot here, you know, in our podcast or our, our group here, um, accountability. Right. Hold yourself accountable and and do the work that needs to be done at the end of the day. You can't blame anybody for anything. Right. you got to take responsibility for what happens, either good or bad. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And based on what you were just saying about your mom, I mean, there was just no, you know, it didn't sound like there was any, oh, I can't, you know, oh, I don't want to get up this morning. or uh, That bar no. was high. You, right. you know what I mean? Yeah, she set right. that bar high. Right. And and to our listeners out there, I mean, God, you know, that's something for you to even, you know, all of us, I should say, to look up to. Right? Right. I mean, because think about it. You know, we all have some sort of responsibility and we all kind of feel like, uh, do I want to do this today? You know? She didn't have a choice. No, right? No. Right. You yeah. know? So I, I, I think that's awesome. And then with the language barrier... That, for some, can be an extreme challenge. The fact that that was not a challenge for her. And she still, you know, did what she had to do to provide for you guys. That that speaks very loudly of her. Right, yeah. Right, right. You should be very proud of your mom. And, and you know, you said one word that caught my attention. Um, you said that you went through some struggles, but she still kept food on the table. Mm -hmm. And you didn't notice Maybe you just didn't understand, right? I mean, now now you understand. As as children, we just live and have fun, and right. I mean, for me, that was many, 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 many years ago. <laughs> but yeah. you know, I have a six year old. I look at him, and and he doesn't he doesn't care if daddy's tired or he just wants to play, mm -hmm. right? So as long as you know they have shoes and food and shelter, right? I mean a jacket during the cold and that's that's a that's something we don't get until we have our own kids right now, now you went and doubled down on on i mean your mom had two you have four right imagine four times my brother has twins i i can see the amount of work that they have to put in with with the twin babies yeah how old are your twins they just turned 15 last march Wow. So, so, I mean, they're pretty independent now. Yeah, they are to a point. Yeah. <laughs> but not baby status anymore. No, 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 definitely right. not. No, right. they're, they're very independent. Yeah. Here you say that uh, you have your eldest daughter, you're, you're pretty much instilling all, all this, all this grit on her, on, 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 you know, growing financially and then being aware of the possibilities and, yep. and all that. How's, how's, um, How's she taking that at, at the age of 19? Is she understanding the processes or yeah. is she just being a youngster now or how is that? You know, I was actually really blessed uh, to get, you know, to have a, a very humble, very down to earth daughter. Definitely nice. nothing compared to what I was at her age. You know, I was more wild. I wanted to be at a, at, 
every party, not her, <laughs> um, you know, and she's always, you know, ha- have had a good head o- over her shoulder. Nice. Um, so, you know, I've always kind of guide her, try to guide her in the right direction. Um, I see her going to work and after I never have to push her to get up. She's always on time. You know, she's always like, mom, I got to go to work. Um, she works, she's a dancer and she loves to dance. And so she, she, you know, she's a dance teacher. She teaches at her own studio. Um, so I see her, you know, I tell her you have no overhead. You don't have any bills. Like we're not charging your rent. So be smart with your money. And so, you know, she started her own little savings and I started telling her, listen, like you're 20, you know, you're going to be, you're going to turn 20, you're going to be 21 this year. Like, you know, she's already thought about moving out. So I told her, you know, make sure that you have enough money to possibly, you know, buy an investment property for yourself, you know, maybe a duplex or something like that, live in one unit, rent the other two. I'm trying to teach her to be smart with her money and try to, I want to, I want her to know the power of residual income. Right. Something that my mom didn't know that didn't teach me, but obviously like now I can pass that on to her. Of course. Um, cause you know, I want her to be five steps ahead of me of where I was at her age. So, yeah. 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 I, I, I think, you know, we, we pretty much all come from the same generation, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where our parents, I mean, they, they loved us and cared for us. Right. But their, 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 uh, financial knowledge maybe wasn't as rich. Right. Right. To where they I remember my dad saying, save your money, save your money. And then I'm like, "Okay, what do I save it for? Right. (laughs) But now, you know, we're in a new era where we've been exposed to different ways of incrementing the possibilities of being successful and increasing your income, your Mm -hmm. passive income, your residual income. Our kids are lucky. Yeah, they are. You know, they're they're lucky in in, uh, just with the basis, just that knowledge base that they're getting they have higher chances of bettering their generation, just like you bettered yours. Right. Right. So, I mean, it, it's interesting. It's interesting that we're at an age where we start seeing all these de- details mm-hmm. that, I don't know, 10 years ago didn't mean anything to us. Right. <laughs> we're just mm-hmm. too busy yeah. having fun, right? Yeah. But, um, so what made you uh, want to become an entrepreneur? Well, um, like I said, I became a, a young mom. I had my daughter at like 19. I barely graduated high school. I really had no idea what I wanted to do. I just know that I wanted to have a lot of money and not work for anybody. I wanted like time freedom. That yeah. was very, very important to me. Um, so like, you know, I got introduced to network marketing in my 30s. Wow. And I needed something different in my life because, yeah. you know, for the first, like between 20 and 30, I, I was a mom, you know, I had mm-hmm. kids, but then when I hit my thirties, I was like, okay, I want to do something. I knew I didn't want to work for anybody. I didn't, you know, I wanted to be home with my kids. Um, so when network marketing was introduced to me, I was like, wow, like residual income, yeah. time freedom, like, right. you know, yep. so that really just opened my mind. I got to reading, I started reading some really cool books. And then I was just like, wow, there's like more to living a nine to five, Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. invest, 100%. you know, right. time freedom is huge. You don't yeah. get those years back. You no, just touched you on something too. I'm sorry. No, but, go ahead. But you just touched on something I thought was, was uh, kind of a golden nugget reading. Yeah. Right. It's, it's something that, that some people look at or some look at as a, Ugh, I don't want to do that. Yeah. But it's so important. It right? is. Yeah. I, I, I think, you know, in, I, I that's one of my things uh every year I I have uh, a set of six books at least that I'm going to read or six new things that I'm going to learn for right. the year and 
I think that that's very, very important that you continue to educate yourself, right? right? That's growth. Exactly. That's, that's the only way you grow, right? right. And you got to invest that time in yourself. You got to invest that, that, that sometimes even a little bit of money, yeah. right? In your own personal growth, because otherwise you just get stuck. Yeah. Right. Um, one of my mentors, just to share something, one of my mentors told me, if you're not growing, you're dying. Right. I and 100% that's that. so true because, you know, you got to constantly grow. I think every stage of your life requires a different version of yourself. Right. So. Right. It's, it's that whole shedding, shedding and, yep. and, and rebuilding, shedding exactly. and rebuilding, right? Yep. Life yeah. is demanding, man. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. I like what you said um, in one of the questions here that you found, you, you saw the value in yourself uh-huh. and you believed enough in yourself to jump into your next venture. Correct. So I love that because that's very empowering. Uh-huh. A lot of women um, are scared because of you know, the family life because they want to be there for their children. And you have managed to do that. Like mm-hmm. you've managed to grow so much as a businesswoman in different, um, you know, areas of the, of the business world. And you're still there for your kids. You go to their football games. Um, you go to the dance, you know, recitals, you're, you're there. So how has that, how have you managed to balance that? What are some tips that you can share? Uh, I mean, it's definitely been a struggle. I think that's been one of my struggles, trying to juggle, you know, being a mom and also trying to run a business and work. Um, So, you know, I mean, my kids, it was it was harder when they were little because they required so much of my time. Um, So I feel like as the time has gone by, it's gotten easier. You know, they leave, they go to school. So I always set like a schedule for myself. Like I know that, you know, I'm always up early. I'm the first one awake, get my kids ready. They're at the door by like, you know, 7.38 usually. So I always set my time, okay, from like 8 to like 2.33 that my son comes home, I'm going to do nothing but like work. You know, I'm going to um, make some calls. Um, You know, I'm going to try to generate business. And so I always set that schedule for myself. Um, You know, and I've developed good relationship with some of my clients that they know. They know I have kids. And I try my best to always answer when I can when they're home. But come 6 o'clock. I'm like done. I don't take calls, you know, cause my kids used to be like, mom, you're always on the phone. You know, it's like, but you know, I'm working. And so, yeah. um, I've tried to just cut myself off by six o'clock. I'm like done. And I'm like, okay, you know, work is done and it's all about the kids. And even at some time I'm at like football games and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like on the phone, I'm texting. And, um, but yeah. it, you know, I, I feel like when you're working, under pressure, I guess you could say, you just kind of figure it out. Like, right. You know, yeah. you just make it work. Yeah. That, that's, that's a good point. Like I, I work much better under pressure. Yeah. You know, um, like my wife tells me all the time, no dude, you put yourself in certain binds. I'm like, I don't have any time for downtime. Yeah. You know, I, I, we have meetings We we do the chit chat and all that good stuff. But in my mind, I'm like, you know, like, I'm so ready to cut it off right now. Let's get the facts going. Yeah. You know, and I'm long-winded. Mm-hmm. Like, I can talk for days and days and days. But, you know, don't give me the space to. Right. Let's just get to the facts and 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 move on. Um, here, I see that uh, you, you say, uh, you know, learning, learning consistency and discipline. Mm-hmm. That is that is very important in any business, 
for that matter, right? Right. Uh, just staying consistent and and being disciplined. You know, a lot of people say, "Oh, I'm not motivated today." Well, then, you know, you're not running your business properly. You right. Know? If if you're running off of motivation, uh, motivation wears out. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, but the discipline, you know, the the mere fact that you know in your inner core that you got to do things doesn't go away. Uh -uh. That doesn't go away. You can feel good. You can feel bad. You can be happy. You can be jolly. You can be whatever you want to be. It has to get done. Right. So, you know, you say in you're you're out in the field with your phone. Yep. I mean, you know, what's interesting is that that entrepreneurship, even though the kids say, Oh, mom, you're always on the phone. You're always on the phone. You're always on the phone. When they get to the age that they understand the reason behind Mm -hmm. that, they discover that they have a new skill. Right. That they developed not knowing that it was being instilled Mm -hmm. because you're still taking care of business. Right. Right. It's that discipline of, oh, my God, my mom missed my touchdown. But, dude, she closed on, on my new cleats. Like she, she yeah. generated the money to get my new cleats or my new outfit or my new season for your whatever mm-hmm. you call it, right? And and then, and then when they add and they tie all those loose ends, they say, "Oh my God, I got so many skills that I I didn't look for, right? I didn't sign up for them, <laughs> but my mom's grit instilled in me throughout all these years, and then and then they discover them and apply them in life, and they become successful with them, yeah, right." So it's work in progress every way you look at it, uh, on you, on your kids, on themselves, you know? Yeah. Never-ending story. Right. Right? Never-ending story. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So um, walk us through um, how was the uh, networking, marketing for you, and then how you transitioned over to uh, what you're doing now. How did that help you with your skills and leveraging and all that? Well, um, so the mayor of our city decided to, you know, jump into network marketing and she used to text me all the time and send me, and I was like, what is she doing? Like, what's these coffee parties? You know, like what's coffee party? I'm like, (laughs) whatever. And I I ignored her text messages so much. Finally came and knocked on my door. She's like, Hey, I've been texting you for a while. I'm like, yeah, I've seen that. Like, I know I've never, I don't know what network marketing is. I didn't know what it really meant at that time. I think we've all been introduced to some sort of business. My mom did Mary Kay and I don't know, it was like some juice or something like that, but I didn't know what the concept of it was. Anyway, um, when she showed me the opportunity of how much money you can make, I was like, I'm in. Nice. She said, uh, money and you can make this much. And I said, let's do it. And besides it was like weight loss coffee, you know? So I was like, who doesn't love weight loss coffee? So anyway, I dove into it 110%. I didn't ask questions. I just saw the opportunity. I saw the, I was like, wow, you know, like I'm going to, I'm going to make this for myself. I'm going to work for myself and we're going to do this. So I just kind of put my head down. I got to work. Um, I had, to be honest with you, I had a little bit of success just because I love talking to people. I love networking and I love sharing opportunities. You know, Mm -hmm. who doesn't want to make money? Right. And so I dove in, I, I worked for four years in that company wow. and, you know, eventually you get some haters. People didn't like that. I was doing better than it, somebody, yeah. some yeah, of the yeah, others. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, we're all looking for haters. Yeah. yeah I say it all the time. Um, hater that hater rate. But you know, it was like a roller coaster. It was like, you know, yeah, I had some success and then I didn't have success and then I had some sex, some success. And, um, but in that process, like I kept growing, I kept reading. 
I kept, you know, um, like I was always at some sort of convention. And my, my husband even says, man, every time you get into something, you're just like this, like you're head on, you know, because yeah, I'm, I'm committed. Yeah. That's very good. It's um, important. Yeah. So extremely important. I actually joined two network marketing companies after this one. My last one is I feel where I really had most of the success. Um, I kind of took everything I learned from my first company to the second one. And it caught me. It really pushed me out of my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I started building my own team. And then at that point, it wasn't really about the money anymore. It was more like about helping people. It was about the people I was meeting. Yeah. And that they were making money, right. and we were getting what we used to call these like uh, mailbox money, mailbox yeah. checks. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. it's residual was, income. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. and I was like, man, like this is really cool. So, um, really, uh, after a while, it just kind of everything fades. Mm -hmm. um, but I feel I feel like those seven years, eight years that I was in network marketing, it kind of prepared me for what I'm doing now. I never thought that I could sell, that I was a person that could sell. You know, I learned that selling is really not a skill. It's just something that, you know, you have to offer to people. Right. Like if the end, if the end result is to help people, like the money comes. Yeah. Right. hundred percent. And yep. so now, um, you know, I did a little bit of real estate. Um, I still do here and there, but my main focus right now is renewable energy. Um, so I'm at the front line, um, you know, I buy leads, I get people calling me and, you know, it's like, it's really just people helping people, you right. know, people need to save money. I think we're kind of in a different era right now. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. People are trying to save as much as ca they can. Right. Um, so yeah, it's my, my, my main thing is just, I feel good knowing that I helped to have a family. Yeah, of course. You know, a hundred percent, you know, it's, it's like in our, in our business, you know, um, it's the same concept. Yep. You know, uh, we become creative problem solvers. We try to uh, help people assess their issues um, from the outside looking in. Right. Right. Sometimes you just get that cloudy vision and, and you don't want to. Well, sometimes you don't want to understand. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, just that denial mode. Uh, sometimes you don't have the ability to understand and they don't know what to do. Right. So as a matter of fact, I, I door knocked a property um, last week. I think it was Thursday. Right. Uh, huge piece of land. Uh, the owner lives next door. So I was recording the property. Right. For, for one of her videos and recording the processes of what we do step by step. And then this guy runs out and says, hey, what are you doing, man? You know, it's like, that's my property. I tell him, oh, you know, I'm sorry. I'll stop recording. And I'm like, but did you know, like you're going to auction the 19th mm -hmm. it's going to auction the 19th like in eight days so he's all like oh it's my wife's property so she comes out we had like an hour-long conversation she just needed to vent right right so she said you know what my my husband doesn't understand half of what i'm going through mm -hmm. i'm like oh well that sucks right but do you right and she says well no so i walk her through the process right and um I, I've been poking at her. I, I set a timer. I set an alarm. I reminder to text her. Hey, Debbie, uh, are you doing your homework? I gave her a punch list. Are you doing your homework? Are you doing your homework? Are you doing your homework? And she responded today. She's giving me feedback, right? Nice. And it, it feels good that even though my business is to buy property, mm -hmm. it feels good to know that um, she's doing her homework to save hers. Right. You know, 
I told her if at any point not saving your property is feasible anymore, consider me to make you an offer. So she sees that I'm, you know, providing her with with information that can help her get her ducks lined up again. And then I, you know, we create great relationships with with, right. with people. Yep. And you know what happens is when they're ready to move forward, they contact you. Yep. They contact yep. you and sometimes, I mean, I've gotten leads from people that I forgot I even spoke to. Yeah. Years ago. Mm-hmm. Because you nurture the relationship, you mm-hmm. know, you approach them in a genuine way. You do want the best outcome for them, mm-hmm. and they feel that. Right. Yeah. They do feel that. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure in your industry, there's, there's them sharks out there. Yeah. Right. Trying to shove, you know, energy saving programs down homeowners' throat. Right. Right. And and uh, and then there's the people that are really trying to help them make the right educated decisions and the benefits. Right. Right. Behind all that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't consider myself like a closer, you know, you know, there's people that are like hard closers. I'm not that person. You know, I like to, you know, if I'm like interacting with the client or a customer or a person, you know, I sit down, I just, like you said, you know, hear them out, Mm -hmm. see what, you know, listen to their wants and needs and just provide a solution. Right. You know, I, I have, like you said, I have people calling me from like two years ago. You know, like, hey, you know, are you still doing, are you still, you know, with 365 Home Lending or whatever? I'm like, you know, it's, it's just the, re, it's the way that you deliver yourself to people is right. the way, you know, you retain people and they always come back. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. They remember you. They oh, yeah. remember Absolutely. you. Yeah. Right. Fact, I, had, I had a similar conversation with a friend of mine uh, last week and we we're talking about how we run our business. Right. And, um, you know, we're, we're talking about how we, we try to build relationships with our right. clientele. Or, uh, and, and he's like, you know, and it's the best way to grow your business. I said, you know what? You're absolutely right. Because once I went from trying to sell people, uh-huh. my services, what I do to helping them uh-huh. and being genuine about that. Right. My, my business, I mean, it just, it 10 X. Yeah. I mean, right out the gate. Right. Yeah. I mean, within that, that first, I want to say six months, it yeah. really made a big difference. And, and I'll, and it's, it's not. Yeah, I was telling him, I said, but, you know, it's not even a sales tactic. It's just being me, right? Because yeah. you genuinely do care about people. And you do want to be able to help them out of their situation. But then, you know, I, I think you, you mentioned this here in, 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 in your bio about, you know, helping people, right? And then just kind of the joy you get out of that, mm-hmm. right? And if, if that's what your focus is, the money does come, right? Yeah. It's, it's the byproduct of what you do. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So, yeah, I'm 100% with that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's interesting, but you know what? Um, we have to go through those cycles, right? We have to learn, mm-hmm. right? Unlearn and then re- learn, not yes. relearn, right? You don't want to relearn, which unlearn. <laughs> so you unlearn different, I don't know, habits, right? That we get brought up with, or maybe not within the nucleus of our family, but our environment at work, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, you hang around some people for so long you're going to pick up some of these habits and they might not be the best. Right. Right. So sometimes you got to unlearn this and then in that process, discover what connects with you, with your inner core mm-hmm. to be able to deliver your message in, in, a, in a concise and, and genuine way. Right. Right. So it's interesting. Everybody goes through it. Mm-hmm. Everybody in any business has to go through that phase and discover, you know, that there's much more than, than the money exactly in it. Right. Yep. So, in real estate, what are your thoughts? 
I mean, I, I see that you've done some real estate. I heard you say you've done some real estate. Mm-hmm. So what what have you done in real estate? What do you do in real estate? Bought, agent, I mean, find properties. What What is it? What? Well, um, I feel like I've done a little bit of everything. Okay. Uh, I mean, I started off as a, as a TC mainly. Okay. Um, you know, I was a transaction coordinator. And mm-hmm. so I really learned like the back end of it. Yeah. Um, and the stuff I don't like doing. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, you know, I, I went from like office to office and I never really found a place where I was just like, man, this is where I want to be. I want to plant my flag. Yeah. And in like 2015, um, I reconnected with an old friend of mine. He's like, Hey, you know, we're, we're getting a group together. Like we would like for you to come work with us and whatnot. So, um, I was, I was working out of Irvine and it was literally the broker, his wife and myself. Mm. And I, I feel like I did most of the dirty work cause she knew, you know, we worked together, her and I, and she's like, Norma, you're better at calling. You hit the phones. And once you get the client, then, <laughs> you know, like I'll take it from there. So, you know, I used to hit, call, you know, she used to buy like Zillow, Zillow leads or whatnot. Yeah. And we used to get the calls and, um, or sometimes just follow up. So, you know, I hit the phone and, um, I was able, I want to say it was me, but I retained most of the clients because of my personality. Um, so we, we've done everything from representing the seller to helping them buy their new house to doing the financing. So we've done all three transactions. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's important. Um, I'm, I'm an advocate, um, and, and a faithful learner off of, uh, 16 laws of success from Napoleon Hill. Mm -hmm. Pleasing personality is such an important chapter, right? It is such, I mean, I recommend this book highly, highly, highly. Drop any book that you're reading. Right. You know, this is the Bible of entrepreneurship. I guarantee you that any of the people that you're reading, uh, that you're reading now, have read The 16 mm-hmm. Laws of Napoleon Hill. Every single book stems off of that, off of that book. That's my belief. And nobody's going to take it away. Okay? <laughs> but it's a powerful book. Pleasing personality is key. So you're right. You're right. That power in your personality, um, being likable, being similar to others, knowing how to attend um, the tonality of the conversation and addressing the needs, right, and the wants and all that. In marketing, there's something super important, right? And a lot of people forget to be memorable. People forget to be memorable. Mm-hmm. They think marketing is just about dropping business cards and passing out flyers and all that good BS. No, no, it goes beyond all the digital stuff and all the good prints and all that BS. Mm-hmm. It, what good is it to have the best brand, to have the best system, to have the best follow-up, the best whatever you want to have? What, what good does it make having everything money come by? And you're just an ass. Yeah. You suck. Like nobody wants to do business with you. Right? Right. And and then and and then you have, you know, very f- first and and very important a pleasing personality. It super it just trumps absolutely everything. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't care how many years the company you were in uh uh has been in business. The consumer is attracted to that welcoming, pleasing personality. Right. Right. And that's important. Absolutely. 
That's important in any business. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, it is. Because not only that, but they find that connection. Yeah. So, um, you know, not only do you provide this service and um, you're pleasing and they, you're likable, but, it, you know, they find that connection that they don't find with just anyone, and especially people that are rude. Who wants to deal with someone that's rude, right? So you build that, you know, that likability so they connect with you. Right. So, yeah. yeah. It's one of the three reasons why people do business with you, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They like you. They trust you. Or you're like them, right? You're similar to them, right? right? And having that pleasing personality makes you, of course, more likable at the end of the day, right? And, I mean, just to Luis's point, right? You don't want to deal with people who are an ass, you know? What's, <laughs> like, you know? Especially if you're having to spend some money on, on, on what was it, re- renewable energy? Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? You know? Dude, I mean. Like, I don't even want to spend this money. Now I got to spend it on this person who's just a freaking jerk you know like no you know yeah i I don't know (laughs) you know what it's funny and and i i i seek these points all the time i'm doing any type of business right i'm not for everybody and i'm i had to understand and be okay with that i i have a construction company and i go give quotes i don't care how juicy the contract is if i don't like you I will not build for you. And and that's it. Yeah. I look at the contract and I say, oh, my God, you know, it's like there's, what, 40%, 45% profit margin on this sucker? 50? But then you got to deal with a lion? Hell no, not me. Or yeah. chupacabras for that matter? <laughs> <laughs> not me, man. Like, I walk Get away. running. I swear to God, man. People say, you know, you are crazy. You're insane. But no. I'd rather work with people I like. Right. A hundred percent. Long-term relationships, they always come around and grow more. Yep. Yeah. Right. So in real estate, you did a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. Real estate isn't sexy, right? Not always. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's definitely, you know, I don't think everybody survives in real estate. You know, not everybody right. sticks it out because, you know, like you have to work for yourself. You have to put in the work. You have to like, you know, you have to go out there. Yeah. Like you said, you got a door knock. You got to bring in the business. You got to call, call, call. You're going to get lots of no's. Right. At the end of the day, I think you have to go seek the one no, you know. Right. Because then once you get that one no, eventually... The yeses will come. So yeah, um, very first no could shut you down. Yeah, and it, it's not. It's it's definitely not for everybody. You it's need not. to have. You have to have thick skin. Yeah, yeah. You, but you, you make a good point. Consistency and discipline, right? Yeah. Those are the two big things that you need to have in business, or yeah. I mean, particularly in real estate, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I kind of play a game where I count my nose. Yeah. When I know I'm going to get to a certain amount of nose. Okay, the yes is going to come. Exactly. Right? That's what yeah. you know helps drive me, right? Um, particularly when I have to do co- like for a while, I was doing a lot of cold calling, so I would kind of you know build my little scratch <laughs> paper here and have my my no column, my yes column, my maybe column, right? And I would get two hundred no's. Yeah. And then oh, okay, I got a yes, and then it's worth it, right? But it you got to have a thick skin. Yeah. You, you know you got to you got to. Um, yeah, you, it's it's not for the faint of heart, I yeah, would exactly. say, right? It's not. Not at all. It's not. But, you know, here I, I, I know that you've done a lot of uh, personal development. Yes. So that gets you through a lot. It does. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Any any favorite books that you have? 
Um, well, right now, okay, so the first book I read was, um, that really changed my mindset completely, um, was, uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Yeah. Oh my God. I love that book. Um, I'm trying to get my kids to re- read it right now. Um, the kid version or the, the, they have the kid version or, or the regular version? I think the regular version, yeah. you know, like why they're older now. They're older now. Yeah. I think they're old enough to, um, uh, you know, to understand it. Yeah. Um, but the one book that I could, I like can read over and over and over is, uh, Napoleon Hill, uh, Think and Grow Rich. Oh yeah. Love that Another book. I, yeah. I feel like I've read that book so many times and each time I read it, I find something new. Yeah. Every single time. I feel like that book never gets old. It doesn't. Yeah. And it's so old. Yeah. And it's so old. <laughs> it is so it old. Is, right. And, you know, every time I finish a book, I always tell my boss, okay, you guys got to read that. Oh, mom, another book. And I'm like, trust me, you'll you'll thank me later. Like, you yeah. know, because I'll, I'm like, kids your age are not are not reading these books right no now. Way. No way. No. You know? No. I'm like, no. take this as a, like, inheritance. Yes. So, yeah. Yes. I think there's a fine line between... Um, the, the the shift in generation, which was what generation? What do you call these generations? Generation X, X and y, the Gen and whatever the millennials. Yeah, the millennials. Right. So so you know, I was born in 1979, which is the last year of Generation X, I guess. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, funny enough, when you cross that line in the 80s, mindset shifts. Mm-hmm. It sucks. I tell my brother he's he he was born 81. I'm like, dude, you you kind of got saved only because you hung around me for a little bit. <laughs> Some of the guys in his age bracket, man, they have nothing going on. Mm-hmm. Okay, leave them alone for a little bit. What about their kids? Yeah. What are the chances the kids are going to develop anything? It sucks, man. It sucks. Yeah. I think we are... We are the chosen ones. We're blessed. Yeah, our generation. <laughs> well, that, you know, that's what they say, right? We're 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 probably the last generation to be, you know, play outside till the streetlights came on, drink out of a water hose, you know, yeah. ride bikes right. all day. You yeah. know, right. I mean, that was our fun, right, during the summer. Those days are gone. Uh, yeah, you know, now <laughs> it's it's all about video games and DoorDash. You know what I mean? Yeah. With the teenagers, yeah. you know, that's true. It's yeah. crazy. And any of your kids show any signs of entrepreneurship? So, um, my twins. I think it was like in the fourth, maybe third or fourth grade. It was um, career day or I don't know. One of those. What, what do right. they have at school? Like career day or I don't know what you want to be in the future. And they come up to me. And at that time I was in network marketing. And, you know, I, I, I used to have what used to call house parties at my house. Mm-hmm. Not house parties <laughs> like, um, yeah, like, yeah, house parties, I guess, where you invite a whole bunch of people and you do the presentation. And they were always there. They used oh. to always see me go up, you know, like edify my my guests and whatnot. And so, you know, when I would go to conventions, I would always come home and show them the videos. And they'd see people go by who, you know, who are earning cars or in their big checks. And so on career day or whatever that day was, they'd go, hey, mom. So um, I think for... For our career day, we we want to go as network marketers. <laughs> <laughs> and I was and I saw the I saw the picture on my phone. I'm like, really? Yeah. Cool. yeah and I'm like, cool. okay, yeah, well, yeah. what do you know about network marketing? And they go, yeah. well, I know that you earn free cars, that you get bonuses, <laughs> and that you can make a lot of money, and you don't have a boss. Wow, so yeah. I I do feel like my twins are gonna be the ones because they see me now, like they hear me on the phone. Even my even my ten year old, I have a video of him 
where he, he he's recording me and you know he and then he's like or i'm recording him something like that and he go he's literally copying like Thank you for yeah, like thank you for calling three sixty five home lending. Da 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 da. You know, yeah, he's like role playing, and he's like, yeah, I got a new loan. You know, (laughs) so they watch me because they hear me on the phone, they hear me negotiating deals, they hear me closing the deals, and they hear me be like, yes, mama gonna get paid. Yeah, and you know, when I take him to my office, when I'm getting paid, I show my checks, and they're like, wow, mom, like. How much you make today? Like I made this. They're like, wow, you know. And so they see they now they understand why I'm always on the phone, right. why I'm always right. doing what I'm yeah. doing, mm-hmm. and they love the money. And they're like, yeah. so can we go shopping now? You know. <laughs> so they understand. And I feel like with children, you have to you have to include them in your business. You yeah. have to show them what you do. Yes. If you know, because they understand. They you know, especially when they see what you're getting paid, when they right. see the checks. Yeah. You yeah, know. I, I agree. I, I think it's it's cool because your kids t- tend to get stuck on a little bit of um, mom or dad's working again. Ah, you're always working, you know, and I, I get that a lot. But then close the deal and yeah. I'm showing them a check. Look, guys. Oh, so now all that phone work was worth it now, right? Exactly. You know? Exactly. Right. So I, I, I'm, I'm the same way. I, I agree with that 100%. You got to show them, you know, the rewards, right? Yeah. Because... Um, I mean, everybody, nobody wants to work for nothing at the end exactly. of the day, but it's, it's also cool to be able to show your kids, Hey, like, this is why mom, or this is why dad's constantly working. Yeah. Now let's go have dinner. Right. Right. Exactly. You know, right. and, and, and my kids love it. Yeah. You know, in fact, they're, they're probably close in age to your, mm-hmm. your children. Um, but they're like, uh, number one, they're a handful cause they're boys, but they're, they've gotten that, that entrepreneur bug. Yeah. Where, you know, they're trying to start their own thing, which is cool, right? Yeah. Um, but either way, it's it's you know I can't even I can't even put it into words how cool it is when you're able to see them yeah pull in some money from one of their little deals that they make. You oh, know? they hustle. It's 100%. it's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They hustle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> they go around and collect cans from the neighbors, like, Hey, are you guys recycling? You know, yeah. like <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. I, I, I try not to give them everything because they got to work for I had to work for everything. Right. I, can, I couldn't go up to my mom awesome. and be like, hey, mom, you know, can you buy me a $100 pair of shoes? Like, no. <laughs> right. Now, oh, I want AJ's whatever. I'm like, what? What is that? I just look at the price. I'm like, yeah, no. Go collect cans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> go right, collect right, cans. Right. right. But you know, you, you know what? You're, 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 um, you're giving them something much more stronger than, than money itself. Right. Or the ability um, to spend the money, which is something to compare to. Uh Right. Having a platform to compare to when they grow up and and when struggles come on their end, Uh they can, you know, just remember, oh, my God, mom never gave up. Right. Mom hustled her way through. Right. She had the tenacity to make things work out. Right. Versus. Oh, my God. Like, I have no background whatsoever with you know, making things work out, what are the chances they're going to be good in life? Yeah. Or or not good. I don't mean that in a bad way. More so not carry that huge financial limitation or burden exactly. on their back. Yeah. They'll, they'll have a second option. I mean, should schooling not work out, right? Should they lose their job tomorrow mm-hmm. or the company goes broke or they move out of state? And if you want your job, you got to move with us, you right. know? 
now they're having options. You're exposing them to different ways of living, which is a different lifestyle completely, mm -hmm. right? Just by uh, being a powerful woman, right. being a powerful hustler. And then they look up to that energy and say, you know what, man? Uh, they'll discover that they're built for something else sometimes. Yeah. Maybe they have not discovered it yet, but the power, they, they have it within, right? And it comes from you. It comes from your hustle. It comes, it comes from... Just the ongoing, ongoing. Because you say uh, um, you never settle, right? It says right here, uh, it says you never settled. I, I would always find ways to get a better job that would pay me more, more money, and I never settled. Yeah. I don't, I'm going to say, I'm just going to say it because I got to say it. Um, I don't think I've heard that in a very long time. I, I honestly haven't heard that term in a very long time. I think society has, uh, I don't want to say you race it, but it's not, a, it's not like one of those top options anymore in life. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. People now, if, if things don't work out the way they, they want them to work out, they just quit. Yeah. They just quit and oh that fucking sucks, man. You know, when you have somebody that never settles, that's crazy. That's that could be a very, very powerful and dangerous person to be around. Mm -hmm. Right? Powerful in the sense to empower people to grow and dangerous because you intimidate people. Yeah. You know, you can overpower with your energy and they say, Oh my god. This person's trying to be better than me when they're just really trying to be a better version of themselves right. yep. today. Right? Sir. You think, I mean, I don't know. Do you, do you find people being intimidated by you sometimes in your uh, hustle? Uh, I, I don't think so. No? I mean, um, actually, uh, I keep my, my group very small, you mm. know, like, you know, like you said. You know, you hang around, whoever you hang around with is who you tend to be right, like. Right. The average of your five. Exactly. Right. So my group, my group is very small. Like, you know, I, I, as you guys know, like I spend a lot of time with my kids. Mm -hmm. Like they're my priority. Being, yep. My husband and I, right. we, we're together. He's in mm -hmm. sales. I'm in sales. But our priorities are children. Um, so they're like my main core. Um, I hang out with friends here and there, but like, you know, they really don't know what I do. Unless they're on my Instagram or Facebook and they're trying to stalk me. Yeah. I mean, you know, they know they're like, oh, she, she sells solar, you know, type of deal. But they don't really, really know what I do because I don't show yeah. them that side of me. Yeah. Um, now, if they come to me for a service, I'll be like, yeah, okay, let, let's do it. You know, um, like I helped one of my good friends close um, her, her niece. I She just purchased her house. 25 years old, was working with an agent that was Five months was doing nothing for her. So I wow. called in, you know, my partner from work and I'm like, Hey, I got a client. They want to, you know, she wants to buy a house 30 days. So I think we started the process mid January, February 14th. We closed escrow. She was so happy. Wow. That's um, yeah, yeah, but you know, not a lot of people know what I do that's, and, and that's okay. You know? Yeah. You know, in, in, um, in our business, we contrary to that, we push people to voice out what, what they do. It's not easy. It's not easy for people to convince themselves to have that inner belief of saying, 
you know what? I was flipping burgers at McDonald's yesterday, and now I want to become an investor, right? Or I couldn't make my rent payment this past month, and now I want to become an investor. They have this inner monster, right, that they, they've, they're already defeated kind of in a sense where they, they don't believe that, that they can do it just because of where they're at at that moment. Right. We have it here in, in, in our team, we have our, our dynamic. We always talk about it, right? Our five currencies, which is uh, relationships, mm-hmm. knowledge, uh, credit, time, and money. Mm-hmm. And none of them have to be yours. Right. Right. But then again, nobody here in this room and nobody listening um, has all five. Mm-hmm. Right. I always say it, my, my, my idol, Elon Musk, doesn't have all five, right? Yeah. <laughs> right? He, he doesn't. He just doesn't. Nobody does. Um, but it's it's believing that you can do something moving forward. I guess that hustle, I guess that determination, that discipline more than anything, um, that background that you have, looking up to your mom, that warrior that never gave up and figured things out, mm-hmm. even moved you from a different country, for the betterment of her family, I mean, if that's driven in, in the way you look up to her, I think that's made you the beast that you are in your business and the way you're bringing up your family. But it, like in our business, we do instill um, voice out. Mm-hmm. Voice out that you do what you do, that you are an investor. Create that inner belief. Let people know that uh, you're flipping houses, that you're looking for property, mm-hmm. that you're looking for you know, vacant, but whatever you hear out in the grapevine, make sure that people know because everybody has this mentality that they're not, inv- they're, they're not investors till they, they, they do their first investment. Right. Right. And it's not true. That's not a true fact. Mm-hmm. We decide to make it true. We decide to give it that life, but it's, it's not, it's not so true, you know, at the end. Different concepts, different businesses, mm-hmm. right? But we do instill in 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 our group to voice out out loud as much as you can that you you are an investor or you're in the transition too, mm-hmm. right? Right. Because if I don't have what you're looking for, I strongly believe that somebody in my team does. Right. You know the leverage. Yeah. For sure. Right. So before we close tonight, I mean, any additional comments, Sarah? Maybe. Well, <laughs> Sarah's very quiet, just, by the way. She knows me. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to say thank you for coming out here tonight and being with us, sharing your story. Um, just, you know, learning more about you. Uh, it's amazing how much you've grown since I've met you. How long uh, have you known her? Maybe like 10 years, maybe more. Actually, yeah, about 10 years because my son was only a few months. The younger yeah, one. The was younger only five, one. Yeah, it was just a few months old. Yes. Wow. Like six, five, six months or something like that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, so just hearing you, you know, talk about from what happened then till now. Yeah. Wow. It's amazing. And and I'm very happy that you're doing well. And thank you. Thank you for oh. sharing your story tonight. Thank you for having me. This is really fun. <laughs> Mr. Right on. Hey, very, uh, very nice meeting you. Really, really enjoyed your story. Um, get down, keep that hustle strong, you know, keep yeah. it strong. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I just want to say, uh, you know, just like, like I said, I was inspired by your story. You have a natural grit. Mm-hmm. You just have a natural grit that your mom just put in you. Yeah. 
right? And and that's not easy to find. I can almost bet you that if you do an analysis of your of, of your uh, the, the the you know the people around you, your immediate circle, your circle of influence, you're not gonna find very many people that have that consistency in the discipline that you've had. Right. Yeah. Right. It's true. And and I'm not trying to you know blow smoke or anything. I notice it through the way you deliver yourself, the way you tell your story, mm-hmm. uh, the story within your story, right? And um, and then your your quote. Yeah. You know, it all adds up, and and it really comes to, to tell us who you are as a person, as a woman, as a very strong woman, I see. Um, before we close, what can you tell, what message would you give women that maybe think um, they're not the strong sex or the strong power in business. What would you tell women that don't believe they can make it only because they're women? Yeah. Um, well, definitely, I mean, it's, it's never too late to start no matter where in their life they could be. Um, it's always a good time to start. They mm-hmm. just, you know, they always got to just take that first step yep. and everything else will come. Yep. Um, you know, you just have to find that warrior, that beast within yourself and find a purpose right. and find a why, you know? Right. Um, I think that there's a lot of women out there that need a change and mm-hmm. want a change, but they just don't know how to start. And, you know, they feel that maybe they're too old or they're not good enough or they're not pretty enough. Mm-hmm. Um, they just got to really deep dig deep inside themselves yeah. and find that beast within them because we all have it. Right. And it's never too late to start, no yeah. matter where you are in your life. I love it. Us, right. us women, we're strong. Yeah, you go. Yes. 100%, man. <laughs> women are strong. The strongest, in my in my opinion. Yeah. Right on. Well, thank you very much. Well, thank you guys for having me. Yeah, you have right a good on. night. Thank you. Thanks.